0: the show the establishment warned you about. And welcome back. This is the Dr. Tommy Show live from Lutz, Tampa, Florida. And we are the most listened to concierge medicine morning show in the entire galaxy. And you are the um, lucky people who get to hear from us today because we have a stack of stuff like you wouldn't believe. Oh my goodness. Today we are brought to you by Atlas MD, which is the concierge medicine and direct primary care membership medicine software for you. If you are a, phim- a physician out there and you want to figure out um, how to save money uh, by eliminating about nine different programs that your office is currently running, then try Atlas MD for free for um, 60 days. It's a $600 value. It's an AskDrTommy.com special offer for Atlas MD. And you too can use the Atlas MD software that we've been using now for well over what is it, two years going on? Two years? Yeah, at least two years. And uh, it is a wonderful thing. AskDrTommy.com, special offer for Atlas MD. That's atlas.md. For those of you practicing Florida or for those of you living in Florida, there is a new law in Florida for all providers and it's on opiate prescribing and requirements uh, for CME. So for the doctors out there, you're going to have to take a required CME now. Used to be there was one for. Um, domestic abuse and then there's a hiv one or it's a maybe it's a bloodborne borne pathogens i can't remember mm-hmm. anyway there's one that's required every two years for that i think it alternates with something else anyway there's a new one now and you're gonna have to take one on opioid prescribing and that's going to be every two years starting january 31st uh and then there's also going to be limits on the amount of medicine you can prescribe to a three-day or seven-day supply if deemed medically necessary for the pres- by the prescriber with proper documentation. So that's hydrocodone. Um, and also it's oxycodone, which is in Percocet, hydrocodones, and Vicodin, and even hydrocodones and some cough syrups. So that's a new thing that's coming out. And that is in response to the opioid epidemic, apparently, and signed by Governor Rick Scott on July 1st. It will go into effect July first, twenty eighteen. It was signed by him. So you uh, the to to on March nineteenth, twenty eighteen.
1: Okay, so the CME is um, already a requirement now, or is it that takes effect um, January two thousand eighteen? Yes.
0: So for doctors that have to re up, you have to re up every two years. So it's like a it's like the House of it's like the uh, Senate. Mm-hmm. Every six years, half the Senate gets replaced. Well, every two years, half the doctors have to re up. And so they're on two-year cycles. So whoever cycles on this March coming up, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a new requirement and same for, and then as subsequent, you know, your 2020, 2021, this that other. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to do it because I'm up for renewal in the 2019. Excludes pain related to cancer, terminal illness, palliative care, and serious traumatic injury. So basically anything that we call chronic pain is now called, it's gonna be called acute pain, really. Mm-hmm. Because unless it's serious traumatic injury with an injury severity score of nine or greater, and there's a, where that is, is, um, it's, it's, they tell you what that score is somewhere. I'm not sure where. But anyway, it's going to be tougher to take care of some patients because they're going to have to be coming in every.
1: Three days or seven days, yeah. right?
0: Three to seven days supply. So, yeah. And this is something that has been popular all across the nation is opioid epidemic. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've seen or I've seen is that in states where they've had uh, marijuana, medical marijuana bills passed or even recreational marijuana bills pass to legalize it, there's been less opioid abuse. So we had medical marijuana passed here on limited basis a couple. Mm-hmm. What is it last year?
1: Last year, I believe. So
0: mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a new law in Utah that protects free-range kids from the government. This is from fee.org, and this is from March 30th, 2018 by Carrie McDonald. It says, for parents in Utah, it is now legal for children to walk or bike to and from school without an accompanying adult. They can also let their kids play outside unsupervised and be allowed to stay at home unattended. New freedoms are the result of the free-range parenting bill, quotes, Uh, unanimously passed by utah legislature and recently signed into law by utah governor gary herbert utah's law is said to be the first of its kind in the nation
1: it's first of its kind it's absolutely ridiculous
0: so you are now allowed to parent your child uh, as you see fit
1: yes you're allowed to let them go to the park because that all stemmed from a mother or parent mother and father who let their three children walk home from the park
0: and then what happened?
1: They um, apparently they were the police were called on them. DCF was involved, and <clears throat> and they these parents received a lot of criticism because they allowed their three children to walk home um, by themselves. Now I cannot remember the children's ages, but you know I wouldn't let Kaylee walk home by herself. Probably not even with a, a friend at seven years old. Yeah. But you know, eleven years old, twelve well, years old.
0: Well. I tell you, uh,
1: these children were. There was nothing wrong with them. They weren't beat. They were not, you know, abused by their parents. They were not starved. They simply walked home from the park.
0: Well, if you want to get a wide range of uh, intellectual arguments pro or con, do you know how to get those for this? How? Post it on Facebook.
1: <laughs> we're not using Facebook any longer, right? Post it
0: on Facebook. Well, speaking of Facebook, worry about
1: my privacy.
0: Mr. Zuckerberg was uh, in in the Congress. Recently, and he was testifying. Uh, and he, yeah, he, I used to, you watched it this morning. What did you find it? I didn't watch it.
1: I listened to it. I found it completely boring. You know what? If you're worried about your privacy, don't post stuff on social media. Is don't it a post shock
0: to these people that their data was completely used? People they, seem, sh-
1: people seem shocked. Really yeah. shocked.
0: I wasn't shocked, obviously, because I'm a cynic at heart, but.
1: You have to realize if you are going to post things on um, the computer for all to see, of course they're going to take your information. That's what it's for. Mister Zuckerberg,
0: doing. diminutive uh, CEO of Facebook. Oh, look
1: at his seat.
0: Yeah, little you're seat,
1: right.
0: little booster seat with him. Nothing against booster seats. Somebody, <laughs> somebody took that picture, and apparently it's been circulating all over the internet. He would have looked weir- he would have looked silly though if he didn't have that. They said it was a four inch booster seat. <laughs> They used to give me one of those when I got my hair cut.
1: When you were like six? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They put me in one. Kaylee used to have one until last year.
1: I know. To ride in the back of the car. Yeah.
0: I'm not wearing a booster seat here. I am actually this tall. Actually, my my seat goes up and down. Maybe they should put one of those on Congress. Maybe so. In Congress, so you can just push the little thing up and you don't have to... Because he had to go through... He had to bring that... With him, that's his little donut that he Mm -hmm. brought or somebody brought. One of his handlers brought. But I was thinking, so this guy polished, you know, now he's polished, whatever. But a few years ago, he was a a kid when he Mm -hmm. started Facebook. He was a college student, started Facebook at Harvard. Then he dropped out, I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he didn't know anything about whatever. But at some point, handlers got to him. And there's some people out there who know, hey, PR people probably, they probably studied this. You know, as part of part of PR is you have to bring your booster seat. If you, <laughs> you know. But somebody knew to bring that boost. How much do you think that booster seat costs? Oh, probably a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, probably probably a thousand. It's probably made by Gucci. <laughs> anyway. So Facebook is Well, he
1: can afford only the butt be- you know, the best. Facebook
0: is under fire for selling your data. And some people are shocked. We are not mm-hmm. shocked.
1: We are uh, not shocked. What I
0: is shocking though is this thing. This is Easter Island. Easter Island, if you're not familiar, is a uh, place where there are these giant heads and they are, I thought they're very, very spooky, but Mm -hmm. they call them uh, monoliths. And this is from, this is actually from last year. For some reason, I just saw it recently, but this is from Trevor Nace. This is Forbes.com. And this is from July 25th of 2017. But it says, practically everyone has seen the iconic images of Easter Island heads, but what you may not have known is those Easter Island heads actually have hidden, buried bodies. Archaeologists have uncovered the bodies associated with the heads and found interesting discoveries that further our knowledge of the Easter Island civilization and how they created the monoliths. The Easter Island heads are known as Moai by the Rapunui people, I probably messed that up, who carved the figures in the tropical South Pacific directly west of Chile, Chile. The monoliths Carved from stone found on the island are between 1100 and 1500 CE. I think that means B.C. I think they call it C.E. now.
1: Oh, oh, how come? B.C. is probably
0: uh, politically incorrect.
1: What would C.E. mean? A
0: bit of an aside. C.E. refers to common era. And sometimes replaces the use of A.D. in historical and archaeological communities. Oh, so A. So it was bc and ad before christ after mm-hmm. death now it's ce common era that's that's a little bit more politically correct anyway uh, as with many things on earth time took its toll on the statues and buried them in sediment and rocks so all that time those little heads that we thought were just these uh, busts, because it looks like a bust. Mm-hmm. Like if someone said, carve a bust of a of a alien overlord that used to roll you, <laughs> then they carved these giant overlord heads, but actually they carved the whole body.
1: It's amazing, really. As
0: you can see there. It is pretty cool. This is something that you would almost think is like a joke, but it's true. And I didn't hear anything about that. Mm-mm. We heard a lot of stuff last year about all kinds of stuff, but this thing is, I think, of cultural importance, or at least interesting, and nothing. Oh well, now you've heard about it. House Speaker Paul Ryan will not seek re-election. That is, uh, this is from 970 WFLA. This is from 411, which is what, today. Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House and former Vice Presidential Candidate, will not seek re-election in the upcoming 2018 election, according to his spokesman.
1: He's retiring.
0: Yep. He served in the House from 1999 until he became Speaker in 2015. So what's that, 20 years? No, 18 years? Yeah. 19 Oh, well, good luck to uh, Speaker Ryan. <coughs> you know, I think it's funny as uh, these guys that go to Washington, um, a lot of times we'll go to Washington with very little money and very few people leave Washington without lots and lots, lots of, money. of money. Yes. And uh, that's what happens when your economy, our economy, a lot of the business economy is based around being able to get certain favors from the government, whether it's IT, whether it's healthcare, whether it's attorneys, whether it's doctors, whatever. So much of the economy of the success of your company or industry is based upon how many laws can you get passed in your favor versus somebody else. Coal, solar energy, mm-hmm. whatever you pick it. And so when these politicians leave office, they have these board of directors um, gigs lined up. You know, they. I heard that John Boehner. I just saw he's got a gig now where he's a, a spokesperson for some marijuana company. Oh. So he was a former Speaker of the House. Anyway, good luck to Speaker Ryan, and uh, we'll see who takes his place. I don't think it'll matter much because both the Republicans and Democrats in Congress basically are uh, status quo establishment politicians. And I think if you're really looking for a change in Congress, you should uh, not look to Congress. But actually, if you're looking for a change in national politics, look at the Convention of States. That's a a movement to where the states actually propose amendments to the Constitution to change it rather than waiting for Congress. I think that's a fool's errand. Did you see this thing here with the uh, transgender um, weightlifter? I did. Sad, huh? Transgender weightlifter says injury may be career-ending. This is from Daily Mail. Uh, This is from March 3rd. 3rd? Okay. Okay. Laurel Hubbard suffered a serious injury while attempting a record lift. A transgender weightlifter who made waves at the Commonwealth Games said her career may be over after she suffered a dramatic injury mid-competition. New Zealand's Laurel Hubbard, the game's first transgender athlete, made a painful exit while leading the women's plus 90 kilogram competition as she attempted a tournament record lift. So this used to be a woman, man,
1: mm-hmm. now a woman. And competing and, and um, was a champion in the men's category before
0: he decided over.
1: to be a woman.
0: Then went over and really.
1: I think that's fine. You, you know, you're a man and you feel like, you know, I don't fit in my body. I, I want to be a woman. Go for it. But you should, you should this person still should be competing in the men's only division, not the women's division.
0: It causes a lot of headache for these these national boards and bodies that have to be so politically correct. They can't offend anybody. Well, you can't offend people. You just can't offend the wrong people. Right. You can offend certain people. um, But if people who are deemed to be untouchable, uh, like transgenders, you can't offend them. So, yeah. So if some lady, man, decides, look, I want to compete, what are they going to say? Because you know what would happen? Let's say that a Commonwealth game says, no, what? You know what? You can't compete. Do you think they would be met with good or bad press from that?
1: Yeah, I know. Of course they're going to get bad press Bad that. press.
0: So then this man competes. Who knows what the hormonal implications were of changing from male to female, because we know that progesterone does uh, things to ligaments during pregnancy, mm-hmm. such as loosening them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this transgendered athlete was taking, but this, well, this ligament per- dislocation may have been a result of uh, some of the hormonal changes that were taking place.
1: Well, this person was denied to compete at one point because um, their testosterone level was too high.
0: Yeah. Brave new world that we're living in anyway so hopefully best of wishes to that person hope they recover well um and then lastly tim tebow has returned to football and it's uh from a familiar face i say so tim tebow is uh we don't have a picture of this but tim tebow has returned to football and uh I'm sorry, return to base. uh, Sorry, Tim Tebow finally has an offer to return to football, and it's from a familiar face. And it's coach Steve Spurrier now is going to coach in Orlando.
1: Okay, but you said that um, he is not going to be playing baseball any longer
0: and he's going to football. This is from Steve Spurrier. That would be wonderful. Spurrier said on open mic radio Monday via the Orlando Sentinel. I think Tim Tebow knows about our league. He knows he's welcome to come back to Orlando and play. Obviously, if his baseball career is going well, he may decide to stick with it, which I would certainly understand. But if it doesn't go too well and he has the urge to play football, we would certainly welcome him in Orlando.
1: Okay, so I guess we haven't heard from Tim Tebow.
0: Nope. If you're not up to date on the AAF, it's a new football league that will kick off for the first time in February 2019. Rosters will have 50 players and will be built primarily through regional base draft and will be held this fall. To differentiate the alliance of American football from its competitors, there will be no TV timeouts. And sixty percent fewer commercials. Um
1: Well, that's an A plus right there.
0: Yeah. Other differences will include no kickoffs and instead of onside kicks, the team's trailing team will receive the ball on their thirty five yard line on fourth down and ten. There will also be a thirty second play clock and mandatory two point conversions after football, after touchdowns.
1: Now, this particular type of football was around in the past, right? Is no, this the same, Or is this a different type of football? This is
0: completely different. Now, the person who's behind this, which is not in this article, one of them is a former um, executive with the XFL, which was-
1: That's what I'm thinking of.
0: Vince McMahon's foray into football about 20 years ago, maybe 18. And he is starting the XFL back up next year as well. Okay. So- He's starting the XFL back up, and then this thing's going to start back up. So there's going to be two competing alternative uh, leagues, but they're not going to compete directly with the NFL because they're going to play on the offseason in the NFL. this This one
1: this one i'm sorry which one's going to be competing in the offseason they both
0: both of these two will be competing against each other okay neither one of them will run head-to-head against nfl and also is not in this article but which i read somewhere else is that this is going to be content oh here it is the aaf's debut game will be televised on cbs by february 9th one week after the super bowl a, okay, the network will carry the Alliance of American Football league's game going into the final. So they're going to have the debut game on CBS, and then after, if you want to see more of the games, you have to get their paid. Um, okay. CBS's paid streaming service. Oh. So this is going to take place off the networks. I wish they would just show it on the regular TV.
1: I know. You know that's what's frustrating about watch You know, college football. We weren't. We weren't able to watch a few games last year.
0: Yeah, we weren't able to see um, hardly any of the games because Mm -hmm. they're on ESPN. We don't have ESPN. Mm The only way to get ESPN for us is to do Sling.
1: We did Sling a few times.
0: Sling is kind of annoying.
1: Well, sometimes the streaming is, you know, a little slow or, you know, gets thrown off or whatever. But um, yeah, it would be great if it was just on regular network TV.
0: Yeah. Well, we burned through that. Anything else?
1: I can't think of anything else.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. If you're interested in learning more about the Dr. Tommy Show, go to AskDrTommy.com and subscribe on YouTube or iTunes. We have cooking shows. We have the Dr. Tommy Show. We have short videos. We have uh, adventure videos. We have all kinds of stuff. I should
1: have taken a picture of the egg, the recipe that I attempted last night. I didn't take a picture of those eggs, but that would have been um, a fail.
0: Yes. Fails, we do not <laughs> tell us.
1: No, we we'll don't. We'll tell you
0: about them. Oh. That was a uh, ketogenic diet. Yes.
1: Yes. And you take the eggs and put them in a, um, a canning lid, uh, like the lid, you know, to a canning jar and put the egg in there. It's supposed to come out and it's a perfect little circle. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was a fail. And then you put bacon on it, guacamole, mm-hmm. and then you have virtually a carb-free um,
0: product, food. Which for some people is the ticket to rapid weight loss. Mm-hmm. But if you go back to eating carbs like you ate them before, it'll be the key to rapid weight gain. Once yes, that's back. true.
1: So last night for dinner, Madison just got a, she thought our mm-hmm. dinner was disgusting. But I thought about on the way here to work this morning after I dropped Kaylee off. I'm like, you know, for last last night for dinner, we had, I had a hot dog with bacon on it, sliced tomatoes and guacamole.
0: That is bizarre. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know anybody, you'd think you were pregnant.
1: I know. I well, know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also if you go to tampadirectcare.com that's the home of Echelon Health which is also our concierge medicine practice which we've been in Tampa now for three months we were in Wesley Chapel now we're in Tampa come by and join us if you want to learn about how we practice medicine differently Mm -hmm. and in my opinion better at least it's better than I could do otherwise much better and Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be glad to talk to you about what we do here and uh, also subscribe on YouTube iTunes and YouTube. Anyway, today we're going to do the, uh, hopefully if it goes right, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Last week we tried it and OBS crashed as I uh, transitioned to the closing. So uh, we'll try it this time anyway. It's going to be Nothing Else Matters by Metallica is our song of the week. Came off the Black Album, quote unquote, called the Black Album, which is to uh, be juxtaposed to the White Album by the Beatles. And anyway, so this is Nothing Else Matters. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Bye-bye. Don't crash.